0: to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Pharmacy Crossroads with your host, community pharmacy business veteran, the road trip goth, Bruce Neeland. Community pharmacy is at a crossroads. Pharmacy owners across the country are evolving their pharmacy businesses and making a bigger impact on their communities. Bruce talks with the most innovative community pharmacy owners, pharmacy industry experts, and people who are passionate about the business of pharmacy and its impact on community health care. Pharmacy Crossroads is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And now here's our host, Bruce Neeland. Well, hello again, everybody. This is Bruce Neeland, host of Pharmacy Crossroads. I'm excited to be with you today and to introduce you to two remarkable guests who are getting ready to launch a brand new company that is gonna help pharmacies all across the country make their their front ends more vibrant and viable and a magnet for the pharmacy. Now that's a big challenge, and so we've got a couple really smart people on the on the line today who are going to help us do that. Uh, first of all, and and we'll kind of get better acquainted with these people as they go along. But I'll have them do a brief introduction, and then we'll jump into the questions. First off, is Johnny Kello. He's the CEO and co founder of a company you may have heard of called MatchRX. And MatchRX has thousands of customers uh, trading inventory across the country. And it's a very profitable operation. But they're launching now a brand new company called MatchSquare. And we'll introduce you to that in just a minute. But first of all, I want to introduce you to the brains of the operation for MatchSquare Renee Zwaeda who is the lead merchandiser for Match Square, and also the merchandiser for a small group of pharmacies in Michigan called The Village Pharmacy. Um, So Johnny, I'm gonna kick it off to you. Tell us just a little bit about yourself, MatchRx, and how that leads to Match Square. Sure, Uh, thanks Bruce.
1: Thanks for taking the time to meet with us. First and foremost, MatchRx, uh, who most of your listeners probably have heard of, uh, we launched back in 2010 with about three pharmacies, namely uh, Renee's uh, and Gabe's and their family's pharmacies, and we've been able to grow it to about 7,000 pharmacies. Um, It is basically a a marketplace that allows independent pharmacies around the country to buy and sell their overstock, non-controlled, non-expired drugs with one another. And you know, over time, you know, we've gotten many requests to do different, uh, I you know, different ideas, different SaaS models, uh, and expand on the MatchRX platform. But we really didn't, you know, nothing really stuck with us that we really liked. But we kept getting the uh, feedback about the pharmacy front end and you know what the lacking of the front end uh, has it with independence or the ability to source it. So. Uh, A while back, we decided to survey our members, and our members overwhelmingly said, hey, we need help on the front end, help sourcing products, help finding niche products, things that are going to distinguish us. So from there, Match Square was born through the help of Renee, who's awesome, because what we're trying to do and help independents do, Renee's been doing that for years at their village pharmacy. So I'll let... Renee take over and then we can talk about let, match let, square and where we're at later.
0: Let me brag on Renee for just a minute. So uh, I, 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 I may get in trouble for doing this, but I think Renee is the, the heart and soul or the brains of the operation. And and what I like about her and you'll hear from her in just a minute, but she's the real deal and that she's really doing this. So the skills that she brings to match square She's honed in the real world and uh, has found ways to find stuff that will really sell in a pharmacy. So, Renee, it's going to be hard to live up now to this (laughs) glowing introduction, but why don't you try and tell us just a little bit about what your goals are? Right. Um, We'll get into some of the details a little bit later.
2: Yeah. So, I do want to start out by saying, you know, my husband and I, Dave, is a pharmacist himself, and we've Um, been in the community for over 30 years. We have six stores and we are a legacy of pharmacists. So um, my husband's a pharmacist. His parents are pharmacists. All his siblings are pharmacists. And hopefully one of my two or two out of the five of my kids hopefully will, you know, take his path. But, you know, we live in a community where people come to us and they trust us And I, over the past seven to 10 years, started creating a front and retail little store inside our pharmacies. And I realized that pharmacists, independent pharmacists, I would say, needed to capitalize on their retail space in the front. And if you're an independent pharmacist listening to this right now, you know that You know, the margins are very small in pharmacy, and you need to capitalize, you know, on anything that's going on in your store, which for me was our front end, right? So, with that said, I started little by little buying merchandise, and our customers were coming in and loving what they were seeing. So, I expanded. And now we have customers coming into our store, not only picking up a prescription, but now they're, we're their one-stop shop. And that's why Match Square is, to me, the most important foundation for independence. They need to capitalize on their front end, and we are going to offer that to them
0: with Match Square. Well, and and that's a bold plan, and and uh, you've been working on it for quite some time. So, Johnny, go into a little bit of depth about not the products, but the technology and the business plan here. We'll have Renee talk about sample products and profit margins in a bit. Sure. Yeah, thank you.
1: Um, well, again, just backing in, uh, we have a full team at MatchRx, uh, full development team, full sales, marketing, and the whole nine yards. And uh, you know, starting fresh and new again, we had to uh, go out and find and source a whole new team for Match Square, And we've done that. We have developers, we have sales, we have marketing, uh, and we have admin. And, you know, prior to launching, one of the ideas was, well, before you can launch a product or a model like MatchSquare, you need product. So, We went to the retailer, or rather the brands out there in the world that we thought would be the right fit for the products that that independent pharmacies sell on the front end, and a lot of that was curated from Renee's ideas, and we've been able to expand on it. We've curated a story that says, hey, Mr. Brand, you're not reaching independent pharmacies, and with that, we've been able to uh, sign up over 400 brands. We've got about 75,000 products that we will be launching with day one on match square. So then we said, okay, let's test this idea with the independence because you can do all the surveys you want. You can talk to as many people as you want, but until they actually start signing up, you really don't know if it's going to work. So we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and so we did a little kind of test marketing uh, one to our 7,000 members and then a few Facebook and, and Instagram ads. Well, in about a two week span, we had a, over 250 independent pharmacies sign up. And we're like, okay, hold on, let's stop. Yeah. We, we, we had them sign up as uh, on a wait list, which is great. But we've proven out that the need for a match square marketplace was out there. So we said, okay, let's wait until we get closer to launch which um, you know, at time of recording, we expect to launch sometime in October, early October uh, to mid-October. And that'll allow those folks who have signed up to you know, open the doors and see the you know, 75,000 products and growing. Um, one of the ideas and one of the business plans behind it, though, is we don't want to be everything to everybody. There's a lot of marketplaces out there. And what we don't want to do is let our members come in here and get lost. So there's a lot of ideas behind not getting lost in our marketplace. One is staying focused on health, wellness, and lifestyle products. So you're not going to catch products that, you know, uh, help you fix a faucet or help you sell a pillow. That's not what we're here for. We're here for, Pharmacy-specific front-end products, and I'll let Renee touch on that. But that touches on a lot of things. That touches on gift. That touches on health, and obviously we talk about it—the wellness pieces of it. So um, we wanted to make sure that it's narrow enough to, you know, for members and for customers like pharmacies to come in and shop and easily shop. So uh, one of the ways that we think. Uh, will help is we've created collections and collections are everything from must-haves for a season or must-have for your pharmacy or get started. So if you have no idea on what to buy for your front end, we've solved some of the riddle for you. We've got a get started collection. So if you went to those 80 products, you can look at maybe 10, 20, 30, whatever the number is to get you started or enhance what you already have on your front end. Right.
0: So, so uh, let me ask a couple of questions here, just real brief, yes or no's. You're, you're talking health, wellness, and lifestyle. Lifestyle is obviously the, the most loosely defined. Mm-hmm. I mean, will this be school supplies, office supplies, that type of stuff, or are we talking uh, more, more pharmacy centric than those?
1: No, so there'll be a little bit of that. So, you know, you've got an 80-20 rule, right? So our focus will be on pharmacy needs. But, you know, when you talk about school supplies, is there back-to-school products? Yes, but the back-to-school products that we're talking about are more niche, more cute little notes, cute Uh, notes. It's not what you're going to find at Target and CVS or Walgreens. The whole idea is to connect these niche brands to our retailers and our retailers being able to buy things that their customer will not be able to buy at the major department stores. And in some cases, not be able to buy an Amazon, because we'll we'll have a filter um, that will say not sold on Amazon.
2: And Bruce, we pride ourselves on carrying, you know, brands that are unique and you know different. So I pride myself on that in all of our stores. Our customers come in and they um, come in and they are wowed by the products that I have. You know, they come in looking to see what's new and, you know, what do I have coming up for this holiday season? And I pride myself, pride, we pride, ourselves on, you know, carrying, you know, women-owned products and, you know, curated by them and they have a story and that's what... You know, is unique about
0: Match Square, but uh, that, I,
2: I do. Um, go ahead.
0: No, as they say, I love have a story. There's a there's a, 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 a atmosphere an ambiance or a rationale that will be appealing to a consumer. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I do want to I do want to touch on you know seeing how frustrating it was for me being a buyer and chasing down, you know, reps in my area and brands and, you know, running to trade shows. I think all independent pharmacies realize, you know, it's it's costly and it could be a waste of time. So I realized when this was happening that I needed a one-stop shop. And when Johnny and I spoke about it, I just said, it's just so frustrating. I need a platform where I could go in anytime I want whenever I want. And at a click of a button, there's, there's everything from, you know, beauty, wellness, and health. And, you know, it's, it's easy to navigate. And I find it being a huge tool for independent pharmacists.
0: Well, and let's chat about that for a minute. So we are talking web access to some kind of portal for the products, right? And these will be products that you have reviewed, you've established relationships with the with the um, with the manufacturers or the suppliers or whatever. So that hard work of going to the trade shows and and tackling the vendors, you've kind of done that and you've packaged it into a website. so people will join your program. they will log in twenty four seven and see this these these collections that johnny has talked about
2: yes the collections whether it's you know point of sale like johnny was saying pharmacy must-haves holiday must-haves these are all categorized for you so all they've got to do is and there's also a search bar they, they can you know type in birthday candles and you know products will show up it's easy to navigate and there's something for everyone, whether you're, you know, a pharmacy in Idaho or you're, you know, a pharmacy in California, there's something for every demographic
0: pharmacy. Um, and right now that's 75,000 products. Correct. Um. So tell us a couple, I mean, give us some, give us some examples of your, your favorites. What do you, what so, do you. So yeah. as far
2: as like we have snacks and drinks and we got, awesome, unique um, vendors like Pop Daddy Snacks, which if you've never heard of. I've never heard of
0: Pop Daddy Snacks, so go on.
2: We're going to get you some um, some Yes Bars, some Y Bars. These are people that have created this product themselves. They have a story and it's good product. We have everything from wellness and beauty. Um, we have the GF, the GFB bars. They're like oatmeal, raisin, healthy, uh, pick up and go. Um, we have chocolates. We have teas. There's, the, and that's just snack and drink. We have beauty and wellness. We have you know, sponge gel. We have pin, uh, spin sisters. We have um, everything from patch aid. I mean, the, it, it's Bruce. It's endless. There's apparel and jewelry. We have kid and baby. We have. OTC and medical, home and gift, there's something for everybody. And that's what we' pride ourselves on. We've touched on basically every category.
1: Right. And, and Bruce, just to kind of uh, elaborate further on that, you know, to your point earlier, you know independents, whether they have the time uh, and it's time consuming or they don't have the time, then what we want to do is we want to do a lot of the legwork. That doesn't mean, you know, we can bring the horse to water, right? Mm -hmm. But they have to actually do it. Right. And what we can do though, is eliminate a lot of the time, a lot of the guesswork. Um, As a matter of fact, we, we will have recommended brands. We will have best sellers, all the things that, you know, from a consumer perspective, when you go shopping on say an Amazon, um, this gives you a more narrow search. This gives you ideas to kind of start off with. And on top of that, you'll have a live customer service rep. So if you're stuck, right, okay, we'll, get, we'll have somebody help you either navigate or even make recommendations, depending on the demographics that you live in, you set in. And we'll look for feedback, though. It's not a one-way street here. We're going to go to pharmacies and say, okay, which products, which brands would you like us to carry Because if you like that brand, there's another pharmacy out there across the country that yeah. probably wants it just the same, but doesn't know how to access it. And you know, that's the point. It's accessibility.
0: That strikes me as, as a as a part of the genius that I haven't thought about is this networking internally with stuff that other pharmacists have found and sold. Uh, I, I think it goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're not talking Tylenol and Robitussin and uh, Nature's Made Vitamins. We're talking things that they, the pharmacist is not going to be able to get from their typical wholesaler, at least... Right. Yeah. Yes. Um,
1: like, like, like an example is something that you may have seen like on like um, Shark Tank, it's boost oxygen, and you'll see that in some stores. But how do you access that? How do you find that sometimes? Or, uh, for example, they've got um, core products international, they've got like innovative orthopedic supports and braces. How do you find all these, you know, specifically made for independent front end brands? all in one spot. That's so we, again, we've tried to do a lot of the homework. How do you find, you know, whether it's, you know, a gift, right? Okay. Mercury wicks. We've got a lot of different unique candle brands on board here. Um, I mean, geez, we can go on whipped up wonderful. They make bath bombs. Yeah. Again, you can find bath bombs, but how do you find one or at different price points? Cause you know, we're yeah. gonna offer that, you know, what is your, what's your minimum requirement? What do you want to, wh- what does your store sell? Is it a high end, you know, uh, Manhattan pharmacy or is it a small town USA that needs more basic uh, stuff but with gift items, people say, oh, no one buys a $25 candle, but you and I both know they might not buy it for themselves but they'll buy it as a gift for somebody else. And that's the idea here. What pharmacies can place in their stores, what Renee has done at her places is what we'd like to see other pharmacies emulate. They don't necessarily always buy it for themselves. They buy a lot of gifts, special bag, gift bags, special wraps, special items from Renee's store, not because they're buying it for themselves, but they buy it. I'm a good example of it, by the way. One more quick example. I call Renee up and I go, Renee, it's Mother's Day. And I need you to buy something. Put a, a two hundred dollar bag of items together for Layla,
0: and she does. And I literally just go buy and grab and go. It's that what, simple. And and what a wonderful idea as well. I mean, to have kind of that concierge service, for lack of a better word, with your with your with your front end departments. Um, I mean, there's a million directions we can go here. I I, I want to kind of go back to a little bit of the more practical. Um, tell me a little bit about minimum order quantities, payment. Uh, who, who are you buying from? I mean, are you guys serving like a, a an Amazon clearinghouse so they they pay you, or how, what? A track order and and receipt and payment uh, processes. Sure.
1: Yeah, all good questions. So let's uh, let's talk about uh, fees to the um, the, the retailer because that's that's who we're talking to today, right? Yes. Um, First of all, um, there's no fees for purchasing anything on the site. It's uh, we're, we're comped by uh, the brands, uh, like any other marketplace. Uh, there will be opportunities for free shipping depending on the brand and the and the minimums that they have. Minimum sales per brand will be dependent on the brand. But what's kind of neat is that we've every brand on our site is agreed to our terms and conditions, and that means that. If you buy something from that brand for the first time, you can return it, no questions asked, within within 60 days. Um, payments are done through credit card. We absorb the credit card fee. Right. Okay. So again, we are going to be offering in the near future and hopefully inside of the first six months, the ability to have terms. So anywhere from 30 to 60 day terms from the retailer to purchase products on our site and not be billed for them for another 30 or 60 days. Um, so the, the really kick, the real kicker here that we thought would be a real bonus and added incentive for our members to offset shipping costs, to create an incentive for them, is every order that they purchase gets 2% cash back. And that's an annualized deal. So at the end of the year, 12-month cycle, we'll calculate your entire order amount, and then we'll send you a check for 2% of all your purchases no questions. And it's kind of neat because I, you know, that idea kind of stems from like the credit cards. So if you get 2% already on your credit card, you're going to get 2% more from us and you can save 4% on retail. 4% does move the needle in retail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I like, I always like getting that Costco check every year for, you know, 150 bucks. Right. And I, and, and this is kind of along those lines. Um, and then back to what I was saying about your personal shopper, you're not alone out here. So a lot of websites today, you know, if you can't, if you can call them, you're getting the answering service uh, over here, we're going to get you a human to answer your question and also help you if need if you need help.
0: Well, and, and that person, I mean, when a person joins the program, you will capture some demographic data. So you'll have some idea of the oh, size, the size and the, The uh, the demographics, I guess, you know, whether they're in the middle of a a cornfield in Iowa or inner city Chicago or suburban New York, I I mean, you'll be able to help tailor them through that stuff that I mean, one of the major problems with the front end, you know, I've been around. For a long time now, and I, I remember pharmacists going to Walmart and buying stuff retail, and then putting it on their shelves because right. it was cheaper from Walmart retail than it was from their wholesaler. Um, I mean, the pricing on this stuff is obviously going to be everywhere. But Renee, I'm I'm trusting that you figured out how to acquire this stuff and with at prices where they can sell them and still make some money.
2: Absolutely. So our um our brands, you know, all brands set their own limit, but they're realistic, you know, um, they're realistic minimums, right? So, you know, I I pride myself on navigating through the site and finding products that, you know, will work for my store, but you know, they're not, you know, they range, right? So they range from anything from, you know, $100 minimum to a $0 minimum. So, you know, with that, it's 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 a win-win. It, you're not going to lose, but you, you have everything to gain. But Bruce, I do want to say one thing. I do think the future of pharmacy is going to change, and I think with Match Square, this is going to change the way you shop. Okay? So, you know, it's funny because the the people coming to our stores want a one-stop shop and they have found that at the village pharmacy. Right. So then not only are they just coming in for, um, you know, their prescriptions, but now they're coming in for, you know, gifts. And I pride myself on, you know, and I want all pharmacists to succeed in, in front end retail. And I think, um, signing up with Match Square is going to benefit all independent pharmacies. Mm -hmm. I think it's the way of the future. I think people don't want, you know, to run to a mall anymore or fight for a spot in their downtown. They can go to a one-stop shop to their pharmacy and find, you know, anything from candles to, you know, gift cards or, um, you know, whatever it is that they're looking for.
1: Yeah. And and Bruce, you know, um, as as far as margins go, um, generally speaking, the products that you're talking about here is about 50 percent margin. So if you're buying it for five dollars, you're generally retailing it for ten dollars or nine ninety
0: nine. So I'm going to I'm going to stop you there because I don't think most pharmacists understand a 50 percent margin. (laughs) To re- reiterate what you said there. Both both of those numbers. Sure. Um, well,
1: basically, you'll double uh, the recommended price is usually double what you've purchased it for in wholesale. So if you've purchased it for five dollars, you're selling it for ten, and there's a pretty. That's a pretty good markup. And these are generally non-perishable products. Also it's products that they already have in their pharmacy, but they don't have the unique versions of them. Sunglasses, for example, Uh, reading glasses. Everybody has reading glasses, but you're generally stuck with what your wholesaler provides to you, not unique ones. So again, a lot of the brands that we're talking about or the items that we're talking about, a lot of these front ends already carry them. They just don't carry a unique enough brand or it's stale. This is the cool thing about this is the products are fresh, they're new, they're exciting. And guess what? Next week, there'll be more products that are new and fresh and exciting and changing with the season. So we'll do a lot of the lift for them. And then from there, it's up to them to, you know, obviously buy it and then merchandise it. And that's the part we haven't touched on.
0: Yeah, we got to talk about merchandise, recommending placement and POP materials and that kind of stuff. So Renee, give us a hint on that.
2: Yeah. So we're going to do tutorials um, on how to merchandise, whether it's, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, what to buy, uh, you know, you know, stack it high, watch it fly. The more you have, the more they want to buy. You know, merchandising, keeping it organized, keeping it clean, well lit. Um, those are all things that have worked for me. Um, so I pride myself even on gift wrapping. I've also, you know, now that they come in, now everyone's coming to Village for you know all their gifts and their hostess gifts and their Christmas gifts and whatnot. And now I offer, you know, gift wrapping. I put it in a cute bag, put some tissue paper send them off with a bow and they are
0: happy. Well, not only are they happy, I mean, this I'm going to pontificate for just a moment. So um, to those pharmacists who are listening, who wonder about all of this, you got to stop wondering and you got to start doing, Um, you know, the, the classic question that I hear all the time when you ask what's your favorite form of advertising and people will immediately say word of mouth. And, and the fact of the matter is that if somebody comes into the pharmacy and you hand you a prescription and you fill it and you give it to them and you charge them the $10 copay and you smile at them and they leave, um, They're not telling anybody about that. That was expected. That's normal. So most of what you do is not worthy of customer recommendations and referrals. And, you know, I've seen a number of pharmacies where the front end is the personality. It's the talking point. It's how you create your image in the community. And the, you know, the analogy that I've, I've used a few times, and I don't know that people have responded to it or not, but, you know, your front end can either be a moat around your pharmacy or it can be a drawbridge. And um, if your farm, if your front end is stale, dark, dirty, gloomy, the merchandise is dusty. um, You've just put up a fence around your pharmacy. You may have customers who know you and who ignore it. But they're not telling their friends to go to that dark, damp and dirty pharmacy, uh, a clean, vibrant front end. And Renee mentioned it a minute ago, new stuff, new stuff, new stuff. If you're not changing, moving things around and bringing new stuff in, uh, your front end is boring and um, it, it has the opportunity to be a magnet for your pharmacy, a recommendation, a word of mouth magnet for your pharmacy. It's going to take work. Um, and these guys have made that work easy. And um, I heartily suggest that when they launch, they they go to your website and look into this. Um, Renee, you got any words of wisdom to add to that little two-minute speech?
2: Yeah. I just want to touch on what you, what you just said, you know, our pharmacy is a vibe. We, it is a culture and we have, you know, friends that come in that don't even have prescriptions that want to shop my store and it's rewarding and it's gratifying. And I think every pharmacy could be a village pharmacy and I encourage them not to be intimidated and not to be scared. And I think they should go full throttle on making their front end um you know a thriving gift store and it could be scary in the beginning but you know what in the end it's rewarding and i think the future of independent pharmacy can only get better and with max square we've made it so easy for them to you know sell unique curated different gifts and i think their customers are going to notice and you know it's a win-win for them.
1: Yeah. And 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 Bruce, I think one of the business pieces of this, you know, it's like that shouldn't be lost in this whole conversation is, first of all, as Renee has described and used you've described, this is low-hanging fruit. But more, more importantly, it's controllable. So this isn't a PBM issue. This isn't a clawback. These aren't DIR fees. This is the area that you can control without any regulations, whether it's the PBMs or government regulations or anything along those lines, you get to own this. That customer's walking in your door for the script, but they're walking out and that script, I call it the milk. It's in the back of the store. Between the front door and that milk is all the things they should be getting wowed by. And if you're making an extra 20 bucks, 10 bucks per customer, and you've got 200 customers a day, do the math. It's very easy. It's very fast. And it's sitting under your nose. That's the type, like that's business thinking. And I think that if we can get more pharmacists to be business folks, as well as great pharmacists, then you'll they'll find the profitability of the front end will pay for many things. One, more techs. It'll pay more profit. It'll pay for more education, more school, more vacations. But that front end is just sitting in there and let them make the most of it. It's too easy.
2: Bruce, it's it's two stores in one, right? You got a pharmacy and you got a front end. Why not capitalize on both,
0: right? And, and you know, I, I've done a number of these pharmacy road trips and, you know, people often ask me, what are some of the biggest takeaways that I get when I clump what I learned from visiting a couple hundred pharmacies? And w- one of the three that I frequently mention is that you need to do something else besides the pharmacy department exceptionally well. It needs to be notable, noticed. And, and it needs to be done first class. And, and that can be compounding or long-term care, or it can be the front end. Mm-hmm. And uh, the front end is there. Um, you know, we were chatting before we started recording about a 300 foot a 300 square foot front end store that I interviewed on this program five or six months ago. 300 square foot. Uh, this pharmacist has turned that into a destination for her community. So in in your opinion, is there a store too small or a store too big for what you're offering here?
2: Bruce, there's no, every, every store is going to be different. Right. But you know, my store, the same is very small, but I have merchandised it well enough to where you can still shop around. You can still, you know, you know, you could, you could, every store is unique in itself. And I guess, let me reiterate that, you know, you can carry as much as you want, or you can carry it, you know, as, as little as you want, but if you merchandise it properly, they will come and they will buy.
0: Sounds like a line from an old, old movie. Uh, Merchandise merchandise, it it, it. and they will come.
2: They will come. come. And Bruce, I do want to, I do want to say, you know, not everybody's got a Renee, right? Not everybody's got a front end manager, you know, but we do know pharmacies have a pharmacist and at least one technician. And we've made it easy for them. That's why we don't want them to be independent or uh, don't want them to be scared to log on. We've made it easy for them and whether it's them making purchases or their technician, it's, it's doable. And you're going to see that on our site because we're going to show them for, you know, we're going to show them tutorial videos on how to merchandise and where to put it and what works and, you know, you know, how to set up. So,
0: and, you know, we skipped over the tutorial thing and you, you've got two killer applications that I think have been referenced here, uh, tutorials and a real live uh, advisor. Just another minute on on how long these tutorials are, what, what somebody might look for over that and, and how does a person develop a relationship with their advisor? Will they see the same person mostly or just how's that going to work?
1: Yeah, so as far as the advisor goes, it'll initially be um, one to two people that they'll be uh, in touch with. So they'll always have a backup person, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Um, And then uh, over time, obviously, that team will continue to grow. So the idea is to have one person to contact on a regular basis, Uh, but we'll also have customer service for just general care issues.
2: And as far as like the tutorials, Bruce, you know, it could be anything from like, you know, an upcoming product that we're launching, or it could be like, you know, getting ready for the holidays. You know, I'm like, we want to keep it fresh. We want to keep it fun. And just like, maybe like a little tidbit on, you know, what to buy for, you know, you know, January or, you know, what, what's, what's coming up for holiday or, you know, a product that I discovered that I think all pharmacies need, yeah.
1: you or, know, yeah. or along the lines of how to merchandise an end cap, how right. do you, you know, what yeah. does that look like? What does the front of the store look like? And so a lot of great examples that we're going to ask for, because this is more of a community issue is we want examples from our members to show us what they're doing to sell. And we want to take that and blare that out to everybody in the community, because again, we can all learn from each other. We're not, we don't have all the answers, right? Renee's done an awesome job and she's probably got a lot of the answers, but there's other ideas. There's other fresh ways of, you know, showing how to sell a product or where to position a product. And we're going to ask the community to share that with the rest of the community. Cause that old adage, all the boats in the Bay rise together. And I think that, if everybody's willing to be part of this whole sharing co- component, this education component, then I think everybody will win from uh, together on that.
0: Well, it's it's absolutely clear that you guys have thought this through and tested it, and it's much more than access to product. It's a complete turn, a turnkey may be the wrong word, but you've thought soup to nuts, I guess, Um i i i'm impressed and i'm gonna watch with great interest to see how this thing takes off so we're coming up on the end uh johnny you first and then renee uh last words and words of encouragement and clearly one of you tell us how somebody finds you
1: sure uh well again thanks for having us um I think we've covered most of the bases. I would just encourage everybody to at least check us out. And if they like what they see, then use it. Um, And if they go to matchsquare.com and they can either sign up as a pre-register for on the wait list or by the time this thing airs, uh, we could be live and you could be shopping that very first day that you've uh, logged in.
0: Renee, you get to be the uh, swan song here.
2: Well, what I do have to say is, you know, we've created something pretty special for independent pharmacies and, you know, we want them to succeed. We know it works. And, you know, once again, the future of pharmacy is going to change and it's going to change the way you shop. And we've made it easy for independent pharmacists to succeed. And I encourage them to log on and get started.
0: Well, and, and, and I concur. So, Um, With that, ladies and gentlemen, friends and neighbors, uh, we come to the end of another Pharmacy Crossroads podcast. Um, Thank you for listening, and I hope to see you somewhere in the near future. Meanwhile, here's hoping something that was said here will inspire you to do more and be better. Take care. Thank Thank you. you, Bruce. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Crossroads. If you're interested in talking with Bruce, please contact the show. Visit PharmacyCrossroads.com. We look forward to hearing from you.